Welcome to the Build Your Legal Business podcast, the place for lawyers who want to scale without burning out. I am Hannah Becko, your self-employed lawyer coach, by your side as you create the practice you dream of, reduce your working hours and change the Fianna mindset to successful lawyerpreneur. Enjoy the episode. Before we get into the episode, I want to invite you to my next Legal Business Owners Away Day on the 7th of March in London. This is for you if you're a small legal business owner or co-owner, sole practitioner or a consultant solicitor. To come and join us for a day of training, we're going to be covering things like client attraction, personal branding. I've got a guest speaker coming to talk to us on and some business planning for this year. Whether you've already looked at your business plans or not, we're going to be looking at them perhaps in a different way and you're going to be troubleshooting any issues with other business owners who get it. It is going to be a day of fun, but you will get a lot of practical work done as well and there'll be plenty of time for breaks, for networking and a nice lunch as well. So if you're free, it would be great to see you. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Build Your Legal Business podcast. It has been a little while because I've been a little bit busy launching the Legal Business Incubator. So some of you may know that I have run for the last year a mastermind group for legal business owners, whether they're consultants with a team or small law firm owners. And the mastermind was originally set up to support new businesses as they were growing. But actually, that's not what's happened. We have attracted and uh, really enjoy working with some established legal businesses. So what that left then was a gap of people who are coming to me asking for advice in setting up as a consultant or setting up their law firm. They might still be employed or they might be in the process of setting up on their own and wanted some advice in how to build that business, get themselves some new clients, all that sort of thing. So that's what the incubator has been created to do. It's to help people in the early year or two of their legal business, or perhaps those people who are in the process of transitioning from employment into self-employment. And it does have a heavy business development focus. We meet every last Tuesday of the month for two hours. For anybody that would like to join us, I'll make sure there's some details in the show notes. And we do focus on business development, focus on getting some new clients in for you, some new revenue. But it's basically a place for me to be for two hours for people to come and pick my brains so they can have some laser business coaching. We can answer questions for them, give them feedback on on anything that they need to help them grow their business. So that's kept me busy, as I say, and that is now launched. That launched in February and we meet the last Tuesday of every month for anybody that would like to come and join us. It's a monthly membership and it would be great to, to have some new faces there. So that leads me on actually quite nicely to the topic that I was going to talk about today, which has come up again with quite a number of people in the last few months. So with all my existing clients, um, I've been giving them the chance to do a planning session for 2022. So we've had a look at what it is that they want to focus on this year in their business. What is it that they want to spend less time doing, perhaps? What do they want to spend more time doing? And what I realized doing that with a number of people is that they have what we would call side hustles, 
without necessarily realizing that they have side hustles because I think they've been doing it as part of their day job. They've been doing their legal work and then they've been doing some of this work on the side, if you like, without actually thinking of it as a separate or a different income stream. So what am I talking about here when I'm talking about side hustles? So what I'm talking about, and I've seen it with, I see it myself in, in, in the property arena. I've seen it with employment lawyers, but I'm sure it can exist in, in other areas as well. And that is things like training. So if you're being asked by a business to go in and do some training for them, also things like speaking on panels, keynote presentations, you might be drafting policy documents that are sort of standard as opposed to um, bespoke for that particular business. So there's lots of things that isn't really legal advice and it isn't really legal work. But of course, you're using your legal expertise in order to provide that service. But in my opinion, that is something outside of your legal business. That is something that you might want to think about when you're developing your personal brand and your expertise, because obviously what we want to be doing, and again, what I'm working with clients in the incubator to do, is we want to be thinking about what content is out there on the internet, etc., for people to find about us that sells our expertise. So when we want to build our brand, build our visibility, attract these new clients, etc., be recommended by those who refer people to us. We want to have this body of content and this body of expertise. And the simplest way to think about this is if you go and Google yourself, what comes up? Now, quite frequently, if you're on a law firm website, that might be the first thing to pop up. What should be near the top is something like LinkedIn. Um, now, obviously, if you have your own website, I think we'll do a separate episode on that. But again, that's a topic that's coming up in the incubator is whether I'm a consultant solicitor or not, should I have my own separate website? So we might do that as a separate topic in, in a few weeks time, but that would want to be coming up on your Google profile as well. So do Google yourself and see what's coming up um, under your name. And if it's the sort of content that you want to be known for. Does it sufficiently show your expertise to your target clients, your future clients? So this is, I think it's important for everybody, actually. But I think it's particularly important for some of my clients I've been talking to who are potentially moving out of an in-house role and looking at creating a self-employed future for themselves. Now, obviously, they don't necessarily have a great deal of following and a great deal of clients to bring with them. But what they do have is a lot of expertise. So how can they show that, for example, on LinkedIn with articles, it might be with blog posts. For some people, it might be videos on YouTube. Don't forget, YouTube is one of the biggest search engines that exists. So to have a presence on YouTube is great, depending on your expertise. I was talking to a client today who YouTube would really not be the right platform for them to be on. But yet for some of my other clients, YouTube is exactly the right place for them to be. So again, you've got to think about where your potential clients are and where they're most likely to find you. But I think it's really important that we think about this body of content that is ours, that we have created, that shows our expertise. And then it might help you to further this side hustle as well. So whether you want to be known as an expert in a particular area and to be approached to go and talk on panels or to give keynote presentations, 
in relation to that um, or be called to give trainings on them, then obviously all this body of expertise would highlight you as the go-to person. But it also highlights you in the eyes of potential clients as someone who's a real expert in that area as well. It's all about your visibility and making sure that you're up there on the Google rankings, that you've got plenty of content to put onto LinkedIn, for example, and to do that fairly regularly. All of this sort of thing helps to build your brand, your personality, and helps to attract new clients to you and also helps you to um, increase this side hustle option for yourself as well, which can be a great um, a great income booster, but not just that. There's a reason I like these side hustles. There's a reason I really like this training, speaking, presenting option for you as lawyers and why I enjoy it myself. And that's this. When we're working on transactional work with clients, we all know what it's like. It can be quite demanding. We're often working to the client's timescales. Us having our sort of, you know, the work-life balance that we want and that sort of thing can be more tricky. If you're developing a sideline for yourself in these sorts of things, the timing is much more under your control. You know when you're going to go and give that presentation or do that training, and you know when you can set aside time to actually prepare it. You haven't got those demands of other people on your time. So in my opinion, if you can replace an element of your legal work with income from some of these side hustles, then it actually gives you a better sense of work-life balance and a bit more freedom with your time. So those are my thoughts on side hustles. If you'd like to have a chat about whether you have got a side hustle already or where you might be able to create one in your business, then definitely do get in touch. And don't forget to Google yourself and see what comes up. And if you would like there to be some more content coming up than there is and that shows your expertise more, then do come and have a look at the Legal Business Incubator. And we'd love to support you with that. Take care. Bye bye. Oh, 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 oh,